0: For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Once upon a time, uh, I used to play the guitar. Not well, mind you, um, but I tried. Uh, I used to spend some time with it. Uh, And so I spent some time learning musical theory. Uh, And one of the interesting things, just in the way that music theory and the brain works, is is there's this uh, this sort of completion that happens in in a chord progression. Uh, And and part of the reason why uh, one theory is why we we love music is because our our brain can sort of anticipate where the next note is going, and it's sort of the satisfaction in each note that it's pleasing that we we expected it there, and that's where it's falling. And and, and, and there's this really interesting uh, Sort of completion in music where if it doesn't happen that that actually leaves you sort of Suspended uh, you know if you hit some of the major the major chords uh, and then you end on like a suspended chord uh, And then it ends it, it actually leaves you in a state of tension. It's it's really strange that music can do this that There's this this expectation that it sets up. Um, it's almost like the you um, the, the knock right if i just go you, your brain can complete it uh, and, and it might actually leave you especially if you're ocd it might actually leave you like oh that needs that needs the knock you know Right. And it needs that to, to complete it. And music can do that. Uh, if you, if you don't, if you don't complete sort of the chord progression, it can leave the sort of the suspension feeling. Um, kind of like you, you walk up a roller coaster and the click, 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 click. And you get up to the top and then you just hop out and walk down. Right. No, like there needs to, there's this anticipation. There needs to be the, the ride that follows, uh, the buildup. And what we have here in the, the Beatitudes is similar, uh, we, we, we've walked up the mountain with uh, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed uh, are those who mourn it, and then the meek, and then hunger and thirsting for righteousness. And it's uh, it's like we've been walking up this hill, we've hit the crest. Uh, and, and now in the second half of the Beatitudes, we're going to walk down the hill. Um, but there's also this, this horizontal comparison, connection that happens with each one. And it's beautiful the way that, that, that Jesus and Matthew have sort of written in this where, where there's like a chiastic structure where it goes like a b c b uh b a so, so sort of there's this connection and a pattern to it and it's the way that hebrew poetry works um the, the the what we see is is sort of a natural outflow in the second half of the beatitudes so grab it here in matthew uh, chapter 5 starting in verse 7. um Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Uh, And so where that connects is, is back to blessed are the poor in spirit. When we realize that we are poor in spirit, then we have nothing to offer God, and that God has shown us mercy, undeserved mercy, then we, as the outworking of that, become merciful. There's an expectation. The outflow is that we will show mercy to others because we have experienced mercy ourselves. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Uh, Here we have a, a connection with those who mourn. Where if 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 our emotional connection to our poverty that if we grieve it that it, that if it moves us to mourn then we will seek to purify that sin in our lives that will move us to a purification that we will 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 run away from the things that could drag us back down, uh, that, that we will do something about that that guilt, about that shame, about that mourning. It will produce something in our lives. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Uh, and peacemakers connects with meekness, because if we realize that uh, that, that I'm not owed anything, And that i can allow others to go by us then then rather than having to get our own way rather than having to be the hero of every story we can instead engage in bringing peace to others and allowing others to win uh and and engaging in that story in sort of a a third party uh not having to to have sort of personal buy-in um i can just love others care for them and see that they are are thriving and living in peace um and, and there's something here about the that they are sons of God. And we see that Jesus is the great peacemaker, that Jesus brings us shalom. That Jesus, through his death, because he was so in the meekness of Jesus, there's so many layers to this. That because of the meekness of Jesus, right, who did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but rather humbled himself, taking the very form of a servant, uh, even to the point of, of the cross, um, that Jesus then brought us peace through this, this humble sacrifice, the, the meekness of Jesus. And so when we seek to bring peace to others, at cost, personal cost to ourselves, uh, it, it, as we can surrender our own lives and seek the peace of others, then it, it makes us sons of God. We become like God himself. It, it, it's sort of doing the work of our Father. Um, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And there's a, a refrain almost, you go back to the summit of blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, um, you know, theirs is the kingdom. Um, you know, then we see again blessed are you when you're persecuted for righteousness. Now that doesn't say blessed are you when we're ignorant. Or blessed are you when uh, you're judging others. Or uh, sometimes I think we see persecution come because of things other than righteousness, and, and we just assume, "Hey, I'm being persecuted, so I'm in the right." Um, this says, "Blessed are you for for righteousness' sake." When, when through this this process of following Jesus, of doing the right things for the right reason. Um, that if you experience persecution or backlash, then then you're blessed, blessed are you. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So what we have here in the second half of the Beatitudes is, is sort of the outflow of the first half. In the first half we see that you need to to develop the character before you can do the action. And here we have the expectation of the action. Um, I think sometimes we we spiritualize our faith and we focus on the first half, the, the first half of that bell curve of the, the Beatitudes, where it's about me personally. It's about my own personal, uh, yes, I understand that I'm poor in spirit, and yes, I, I, I'm broken over that, and I'm, I'm meekness like i can do in in my own personal heart and and righteousness is my own personal heart and it becomes individualistic Um, but the outflow of the the beatitudes it's the the, this expectation is more of an outward result and we 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 sometimes hyper spiritualize and focus on the first half and, and ignoring perhaps more the the second half uh, there's an expectation, as we even saw John the Baptist say, that there's an expectation that, that our lives will produce fruit. That that this personal character formation that we experience will make a difference in the lives of those around us. There's an expectation for fruit. And, and if we just climb up at the top and go, yes, I want to be righteous personally, just me and Jesus walking in the woods... Then there's this like this unfulfilled tension, kind of like ending on a desuspended note. Where you go, there's got to be resolution here to this, and and I think we feel that tension in our own lives sometimes with with this guilty. I, I, there's more I need to be doing because we need to we need to follow this thing into 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 the product, providing fruit for other people. Um, and what we see the, the practical outworking here, the Beatitudes is showing mercy, not judgment to other people. And I think this is the, the again, Martin Lloyd-Jones really influenced my thinking here where he says uh, showing mercy to others, it, it's having pity. Um, seeing people in the brokenness and in their sin and acknowledging that apart from the work of God, I'm no different than that. That they are just desperately trying to find some kind of meaning or purpose or hope or love in their life. They're they're, they're trying to find this thing and because they don't know Jesus, they're wandering in the darkness, just desperately grabbing at whatever they can and, and, and having mercy is not judging them for that, but rather having mercy and pity, realizing that they need Jesus just like I did and, and they're just trying the best they can. And our job is not to judge them, but to try and show them mercy and point them to Jesus. Um, the, there is an inward aspect here of this purification of, of, of setting aside things that will cause us to stumble, of purifying those things in our lives. And then the peacemaking which is to, to actually go out to those people who are, are broken and who are hurting hurting, and, and, and on the outside look like their lives are just perhaps full of sin uh, and, and things that, it, that perhaps uh, God's not, not a big fan of. But rather than judging, it's trying to, to create this peace, uh, peace between, between them and God, peace between them and others, peace between them and themselves, the shalom. A wholeness and it's 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 our mission to go to experience the peace to allow to purify us and then to go and be active agents of bringing peace to others and in the meekness of surrendering my own needs so that i can love others and then and then trusting all of it to god whether there's persecution whether there's hardship whether there's mocking or ridicule whatever that means trusting it to god at the blessedness of that and, and there's something here in, in the words of Jesus as well, that we're to be wise as serpents and innocent as doves, uh, realizing that that not everyone is going to be for us uh, and, and having wisdom in that, uh, but being, again, pure and innocent as well in our character and our conduct, doing things um, not for selfish gain, not for me, but, but in meekness, in purity, uh, out of love. So uh, that's the Beatitudes in uh, a very small nutshell. Um, hopefully you can see some of those connections in a new way, um, but but really it's about uh, character and then conduct. And there's this expectation as we get into the rest of the Sermon on the Mount that this is sort of the path into it. Um, let's pray. So God, once again, we thank you for for your teaching. Uh, God, we thank you that you've left us your word, that you've protected it, that you've uh, maintained it, and that you continue to use it in our lives. God, um Help us to walk this path. Give us, by your spirit, the courage, the power, the ability um, to be able to live this out, to be peacemakers, to be a light. God, um, may our character and our conduct both follow you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, uh, that's it for me today. Hope you have a great rest of the day. We'll talk again soon.